Hey there, this is You Missed My Childhood, the podcast where we take a movie that I've seen in my youth and talk about with my co-host who's just watched the movie for the very first time. My name is Jeff, and I'm joined, as always, by Ali, who is coming at us uh, for the second time from his new hovel. In, uh, maybe I shouldn't call it a hovel. His new place in Atlanta. How you doing, man? Not that it matters. Oh, no, he's Morla today. But I'm um, okay. <laughs> we saving up that one like a sneeze just like what? <laughs> wait for it wait for it okay he asked me the question here it goes what is a hovel you know as soon as i said it i was like i think that's derogatory i think it's like a i think oh. i meant like an abode you know it's just your place okay but i think a hovel is like a shitty place uh, so i'm not trying to right, i'm not trying right. to classify your apartment as anything besides just a, a place as a hovel yeah okay. <laughs> Would you describe it as a hovel? I don't know. Uh, it's got some okay parts, and it's got parts that are kind of questionable, mm. like the carpets. Oh, those those are always questionable. Yeah, in a rental, yeah. if you buy a place, if you <laughs> set foot in a new place, <laughs> if your feet are on carpet, then you're probably in some dirty things. Yeah, have some questions to ask from the carpet. Yeah. The answers to which you do not want to hear. Probably not. That that's why a carpet should never ever be white either. A cover shouldn't be wiped. No, no carpet. Carpet should never ever be oh, wiped. Oh, should never be wiped. Yeah. No, no, white. Because <laughs> white. <you know. laughs> oh, white. <laughs> okay, that makes a lot more yes, sense. Yes, it sure does. <laughs> it shouldn't be wiped. I'm like, yeah, you want some history in the carpet. Uh, you wanted to uh, have stories to tell, I guess. <laughs> Well, how how are you, man? Um, how is how is I don't know. How are you transitioning into your new life, your new place? Very slowly, but I'm transitioning. Uh, like the m- biggest difference I've noticed is in my driving. I uh, basically have learned to cut people off and to not respect the uh, speed limit. Whoa, that happened quick. Yeah, right. Wait, <laughs> so you just learned how to be a dick? <laughs> pretty much oh. because that's how everybody drives so you gotta you know acclimate yeah you gotta be more aggressive in a city but i don't know I, f- I feel like there's a way to do it where you still can like be nice but maybe maybe there's not maybe i'm just a naive little rural boy <laughs> country boy over here oh <laughs> uh, i wonder what were you gonna say something other than whatever you called yourself other than country boy yeah right right, right. i don't know so did you have a name for me that you want to call me i thought you were gonna say country bumpkin or something oh i'm not well i'm or... not quite a bumpkin but i'm a boy <laughs> okay <laughs> maybe it's a matter of opinion I, I i guess i guess i for one am a very anxious driver so i avoid city driving at all costs i avoid driving at all costs but i just i just got snow tires for my t- my car so i'm actually driving around a winter and we went we went skiing Nice. With your snow tires? Yeah, yeah. I just put skis on them as well, and <laughs> we were rolling down a hill. It uh, flipped over a couple times, but uh, it started back up, and yeah, we were rolling back home after that. And Nico was terrified nice. and never wanted to ride in the car with me again. So you took the car skiing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. J- just like you asked. Check. Yep, exactly. We took the car skiing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But- Okay, no, obviously we story. we drove we drove to a hill and then we skied from there. And only cross country skiing, not downhill because I'm not I'm not made out of money. 
<laughs> really? Is it, does it cost that much? So, I mean, I think so. Yeah. To like, I was looking into it because you know we want to try it out, and for yeah. for a day, I don't know, it's like a hundred bucks a person or something like that. What? Yeah, because we don't have any That's gear. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and then of course you got to drive there and lots of the hills for beginners. So you got to right. You got to actually like maybe stay overnight because they're not quite close enough to town. Well, are you going to one of the fancier places? No, I'm going to the poor, <laughs> the cheapest one. <laughs> no way. It's not snowball. No, no snow, snowball is really hard for beginners. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay, it's not I recommended guess, at all yeah. for beginners. And snowball for anyone that cares is the local hill that's right in Missoula. But then, you know, since I'm a guy that's been poor my whole time in Montana, <laughs> I never had enough money to do it. So now I'm a 40 year old oh. beginner. If I'm even going to call myself that. Nice. Are you typing everything that you're saying? Uh, right now, yes, I'm. I'm dictating. Yes, I, absolutely. I'm, I'm dictating everything I'm saying. What, why would you ask <laughs> me that? Was like typing him. <laughs> why are you ask me about typing everything I'm saying? It sounds like somebody's tapping somewhere. Uh oh! It sounds like someone's tapping somewhere. Yeah, that's weird. Is it definitely coming from me? Not necessarily. Maybe has it stopped? Is it still going? I don't know, it, man. It stopped. Oh, weird, huh? Maybe I, I don't know. Perhaps you had a ghost <laughs> typing, yeah. and then oh, wait, so <laughs> it was like, oh, they're onto me. So I kind of cut you off, but you said you never had snow tires. Oh wow, yeah, that's uh, from way back in the conversation. I never had snow tires. No, I do remember one time driving your car up to the hot springs. And it was like raining down below and maybe like 45 degrees, but the hot springs we're going to were up above a mountain pass. So it was definitely snowing and it was kind of snowing pretty crazy after like <laughs> a half hour or so. And then you're like, wow. oh yeah, uh, my tires are really bald. And I was like, oh yeah, your tires are crazy bald. I was going like 25 miles an hour. I was still like worried about spinning off in the ditch. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy that that's like a thing people do, and that's called Tuesday in Montana, that you would drive like for something that's uh, like totally unnecessary, and it's like just for fun, and uh, it's snowing, and it's still kind of considered normal, where like if it snowed at all here, like everything would stop, and let alone if it was actually snowing, nothing would be happening when it's snowing. Sounds lovely. Would, <laughs> right. <laughs> I wish it was like that. Yeah, man, we would have missed on missed out on so much education and like uh, so much life. Yeah. I think so, right? Mm, yeah, like you're probably right. You're probably right. I man, I just remember like driving those hot springs like super super late <laughs> at night. Like we never went right, during the daytime. Always. It was always like Oh, no. it's 12 o'clock. It's midnight. Let's drive to the hot Let's springs. Let's go to the hot springs, right. Which I could not imagine <laughs> doing right now. I couldn't even imagine like driving at night to the hot springs right now. Wow. Is it because you're sleepy? No, uh, maybe it's because I'm sleepy. Also, I'm just like more anxious about that kind of thing. So like driving at night ah. is like, oh, I'm going to hit a deer. Yeah, I would be like, it's time for bed. What What do you mean? Let's go to hot springs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that too, yeah. But you you said you actually did some snowboarding before. You had a lesson. But did you like ever really go further with it or just kind of did that one lesson? I think I went about maybe like 20 meters once before falling. Oh, it's really hard. So I think it's so much harder than skiing. It is? Okay. I thought yeah, so. I mean, I cross-country skied like a couple of times, and I think by the end of the second time, I like skied a little bit as, instead of just fall down all the time. Oh, even in cross-country skis, you were falling down the whole time? 
Right. Oh right. wow! So I, you're just really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> water skis, I was good at. Weird. But, uh, yeah, I was like a. I, I was called an animal. They were like, "You're an animal." Wow, you were, right. you were called an animal cool. on water skis. How, how old were you? Right, twenties. Uh, uh-huh. I don't remember. Wow. Probably twenty-four. I, you know, I tried water skiing one time, and like, I think the boat nearly pulled my arm out of the socket. <laughs> I never tried again. Oh my god! I know I have lots that of stories about that where I tried to do a sport and then I got hurt and I'm like never again. Never again. <laughs> or you were sent without a helmet to uh, yeah to wander the streets and oh, smoke cigarettes. Yep, yep, exactly. As we talked about the last episode, <laughs> or you know, I went right. up to basketball practice and I jammed my finger, then had a bloody nose when I was maybe like six or seven. Oh. And I was like never oh. again. <laughs> <laughs> was that after you you were into basketball? That doesn't make any sense. You were six or seven. Okay. Yeah, no, it was definitely it was definitely like I was getting into basketball maybe like right after that. You were kind of interested in it and then never again. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things your parents are like, hey, you're going to basketball practice. <laughs> and then you go to it. Right, and you're like, right. oh, I got a bloody nose. My finger hurts. I don't want to go anymore. Nice. And they're like, damn it. It's <laughs> oh. not what I raised. <laughs> They didn't make you go back? Uh, I no, I no, I think my parents were always pretty lenient about that kind of thing. <laughs> I was, maybe, maybe I was a forceful enough, you know, per, I was persuasive enough, but I, I think I think they also just recognized my weaknesses as well. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, because when I said I want a guitar, like they bought me like five. Oh wow! Like, oh, maybe, yeah, that, that's it. That's it. Yeah, do this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I didn't know you had five guitars. I, I, I didn't up. really. Okay. Yeah. Did you have two? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. Or I had like a guitar that I got when I was like too young, and then I smashed ah. it when I was twelve because I thought that would be a cool thing to do. <laughs> and then I, when I was later on, really? when I was twelve, I was like, "Oh, can I have a real one?" <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're like, oh, "That was wow. a real one." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, oh. can I have one that I'm not going to smash that I'm actually going to learn how to play?" <laughs> and they're like, mm, "Oh, wow. I guess so. Don't smash it this time." <laughs> okay. <laughs> So wait, you gotta tell me about this. Why did you, did you know how to play anything yet? When I smashed it. When you smashed it, yeah. No. And uh, what possessed you to smash it? I was, I guess, I was probably eleven, not twelve, because I, I think by the time I was twelve, actually, like that, was, I played that whole entire year, so maybe I was even ten or eleven. But I was into mm. Nirvana, and they smashed their guitars all the time. Right. And I was like trying to like figure out the guitar, and I like the whole fret thing really confused me. I didn't. It just. It just. Huh. I think I saw. It was kind of like frustration, and also like wanting to emulate a band I like. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I was like, ah, oh, I can't play this, but I can smash it. <laughs> that seems like a perfectly legitimate reason yep. to. And then I had a really naughty friend, so yeah, together we just kind of like you know, <laughs> perfect storm. Nice, nice. For the guitar. Uh, it was an acoustic, I take it, right? It was electric. Oh, that's even sweeter. You smashed an electric at 11. I did. That's... Yes. You were way cooler than I thought you were. I don't know, man. Is that cool or just really <laughs> privileged and <laughs> waste good things? <laughs> just on a whim. <laughs> Giving into my impulses. I think I was more impulsive than you thought I was. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. At 11? I don't know if I had any notions of what you were like at 11. Hmm. I wonder, do we become more careful as we age, or do we just become lamer? I mean, yeah, certainly about traveling, I became less cautious. So you became less cautious, gotcha. About some things, yeah, but then I became more cautious about driving. Were you a 
Uh, I don't know. Did anybody say you're a fun driver? <laughs> a fun driver? Oh, yeah. They called me animal. Really? Yeah. Wow. You don't know this? No. No, I was like speeding all the time, spinning around whenever I could. Um, sometimes I just like wow. poke holes in my tires just to see how fast I could drive with flat tires. What? <laughs> we didn't. No, man. I was, I was always a pretty careful driver. The most reckless oh. thing I ever did was I tried to sneak some people out of a party in my trunk. Wow. And I think you've told me this story. Did you guys didn't get did? What, was there is there a good story there? Uh, there's a story. I don't know if it's good or not, but um, yeah. Okay. It's not connected to anything. There's another time when might connect to something more organically, so I can talk okay. about it then. All right, let's talk about it. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Yeah. I watched nobody. Oh yeah, uh, where Bob Odenkirk kicks ass. Yes, yeah. yes. I had no idea that's where it was going. So it was, I was like, this is really boring. What? You <laughs> what, say you have no idea where it's going, but we certainly have talked about it. I was like, oh man, have you watched Nobody? And you're like, no, what's that? And I'm like, the movie where Bob Odenkirk shredded and he kicks everyone's ass. <laughs> huh. Yeah. And I've also been talking about memory loss with friends. <laughs> like, is it because I smoked so much weed over the years or am I actually like going through some kind of early dementia situation? We um, talked about this too. I'm, and do you think it's actually... We talked about this? Oh well, your memory See? loss, of course, because you always are saying, I don't remember that. I'm like, what's wrong with your brain? And then you're saying, <laughs> oh, I might have memory loss problems. And I'm like, I think you just have paying attention problems. That's... What my other friend said. It's like, <laughs> like, I think you're just too much of an asshole to care. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That could be too. You know, I think, I think but, we got to treat you kind of like, um, like, like what the AIDS did with Trump and just make sure that your name's written in something or your name is said Ali something, you know, every so, every so <laughs> right. often just to make sure Ali like, you're still paying attention. Me, as long as it's related to me somehow. Yeah, Ali. Yeah. <laughs> what were we just talking about? Um, um. Nobody. <laughs> Okay, that's right, that's right. So yeah, it was extra awesome because I didn't know what it was about. <laughs> Even though I told well, you, well, apparently yes. I did. Right? <laughs> yeah, man. And, I, and like when we were talking about the Willy Wonka episode, how I made the how I made the joke about how Bob Odenkirk should come back and like do the Willy Wonka entrance where he like comes in hobbled and then and then he like does a somersault and he's fine. Mm, and, mm-hmm. and then yeah, we, and then you talked about how maybe he got too shredded for nobody, and that was why he. Uh, what I said that? Yeah, you did. Yeah, he accused him of taking steroids. Actually, I did. What are you talking? Okay, I am. I am leaving. This is. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Am I, am I opening too much of a window into your soul? <laughs> you can't just, you know, chalk up to memory loss and make things up. Uh, chalk up to memory loss like because i know i know i mean if only if only it was recorded and it was like publicly released and out there <laughs> to to, <laughs> to verify really yeah this is on the willy wonk episode <laughs> okay i'm gonna have to go and check yeah do it do it right now no <laughs> you're lying <laughs> stop it yeah so any new listeners this is the, this is the constant theme where i'm talking about things and uh Ali is having me repeat them because <laughs> he doesn't remember the original conversation, whether it was on our show or before the show or after the show, unless... If I could, yeah, only remember the one example of this <laughs> where you claimed you had talked about something, which I still don't believe we have. I mean, you do go, you have told me you do go into a fugue state whenever we record, so I can't blame you too much for that. <laughs> 
yes it's uh it yeah and then like i often find myself wandering around on tuesday afternoon like, <laughs> yeah, like oh, i should be at arm. work yeah, this, this might be bad for you it might it might what be bad for your work, work. <laughs> right right they seem to be understanding i'm usually like i was just found naked at walmart and they're like oh really okay that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and, and you missed a good transition because I mentioned work. Oh, and today we're talking about oh, right, 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 nine to five. Yeah, the nineteen eighty movie by the director that I don't uh, remember the name of or ever actually paid attention um, to. I, I also don't know who this director is. Otherwise, um, <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I've done some things that are actually important. Yeah, uh, namely Harold and Maude is a show that I definitely have a movie I've watched a lot. Oh. Oh, have you seen that? Weird, I have. You have? Okay, yeah. Wow, that's I'm surprised. Mm. Uh, I guess he just wrote the screenplay for that, but... Okay, yeah, yeah I just saw it within the last six months, I guess. What? <laughs> you should definitely save it for this podcast. You can't watch all the good ones. Really? <laughs> yes, that was a big time. Huh. Yeah, I, I watched the movie a lot. Wow, that totally didn't even occur to me until now it seemed like it would have been too old for your childhood but i guess we have watched like wicker man and older and this movie things. i mean this is definitely i was pre-fetal i guess so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it, it stars uh, jane fonda lily tomlin and dolly parton probably most famously and the boss is played right. by a dude named dabney dabney coleman who's i don't really know otherwise but uh do, do you recognize these ladies yeah. do you know anything about these ladies uh i knew about dolly parton um and it probably makes you happy to know that i couldn't tell who she was for quite a while you couldn't tell who she was right wow are you happy now uh I, no i mean not happy why, why, why would that make me happy <laughs> <laughs> I think you enjoy like rubbing it in, in my face that I don't know any any actors. I, I, I think this might need to be broached with your therapist because this is not <laughs> something I enjoy. <laughs> when, I, when I ask you who an actor is, it's not because, ooh, I bet I got him. <laughs> it's, it's generally out of like, oh, I think he probably knows like who this person is, vaguely at least. Huh. No, I don't believe you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you've been sounding like less enthused about the episodes um, ever since we decided like maybe you shouldn't go down that road as often as you do. <laughs> I've been sounding less no. enthused. Yeah. Have... Yeah. You sound generally sleepier like you did in last uh, recording. Oh, okay. And, this uh, is Ali you projecting. You jumping jacks. Yes. <laughs> yep. He's, he's accusing me. So this is the Republican tactic. <laughs> <laughs> Accuse your adversary right. of everything that you're right. doing. Yes, mm, you're you're uh, you're yes. stealing votes, <laughs> gerrymandering. <laughs> you're racist. Everybody gerrymanders, though. Yeah, climate change is real, man. <laughs> yes, I mean that's uh, <laughs> not a debate in pretty much any other society. I was just talking to Nico about that the other day. Right. And I was like, in China, does anyone like talk about how it's not real? And she's like, no, <laughs> that's not a thing. <laughs> that's not a that's not a point that anyone brings up. Huh, that's interesting. I wish we were kind of a political podcast because I kind of want to go down that road and ask you more questions about I that. I mean, maybe we, you know, someday we branch off from doing shitty movies and we talk about politics instead. Because, <laughs> politics? Yeah, I, I, I don't feel equipped to do either. 
Okay. Probably shitty movies. But, okay. And Dolly Parton, yeah, though, I mean, right. what did you know about her? You didn't know what she looks like, which is um, kind of I'd, mind-boggling. I don't know how that's possible. I don't know why you think it would be possible for me to know who Dolly Parton is and what she looks like. The only reason I know her is because of a Simpsons episode where wow. she seduced, uh, or she almost seduces uh, Homer. Oh, yeah. But it importantly, wasn't her, doesn't. But it was, she was voiced, a character <laughs> voiced by her, right? I don't know. I mean, the Jolene song was featured prominently in that. Oh, oh, yeah. You you watched later Simpsons. Never mind. It could very well have been her. <laughs> okay. It, it sounds reminiscent of an older episode that uh, has, has uh, a similar plot line. Oh, I see. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm talking about the one I, <laughs> I guess I just referenced uh-huh. uh, where she's called Jolene. And uh, I was like, this is a really good song. And oh, it's I, a great song, uh, yeah downloaded it or something and uh just know the name from there and i think there was a her picture was on the uh like the mp3 download and so i vaguely had an idea of what she looked like Mm. but i don't know where else i would have had uh the chance to see her man i feel like do you not read news or do you not (laughs) i don't know i feel like she's just all over the place all the time and that's part of the reason why i chose this yeah man she like she famously even like kind of funded the moderna vaccine what yeah i mean you know it should i mean she didn't like fund it single-handedly but like you know part of like her money was how it like got off the ground initially oh wow she must be super freaking rich now. oh she's dolly parton Okay, she's Dolly Parton. I don't know what that she means. She has like a she has this area called Dollywood, which actually I don't really know that whole. I'm, I should have read about it, but it's kind of like an amusement park slash museum, and it's this huge draw yeah. uh, somewhere in Tennessee. Huh? Is that where she's from? I think so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, she's also just one of those people that like it seems like everyone kind of loves her. Is she deserving of that love? From what I can tell, she's certainly not. Yeah, she like seems really smart and funny. <laughs> And she's definitely a very talented artist, and I think she's a pretty talented actor, and I think she's just like an overall pretty good person. Nice. Yeah, from what I can good. tell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've said that about you know yeah, all yeah. kinds of people before, so. <laughs> like she hasn't been canceled for any reason yet? No, 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 far from. No, I mean, she's kind of embraced by like both sides too. She's, she's one of those like That's few incredible. figures that, you know, it doesn't matter what side of the spectrum you're on. I think everyone's kind of like, yeah, Dolly Parton's all right. Glad to get to know her a little bit more. <laughs> and I'm, I'm kind of underselling the other women, too, because this movie comes out of, like, Jane Fonda's activism because she was a big activist at this time. And Lily Tomlin was a, is a really important comedian. And, like, you know, especially she was on the show called Laughing, which is kind of like a precursor to SNL that, you know, I never actually watched. Jane Fonda? Yeah, uh, no, Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. Yep. Okay. Who played... Uh, is Lily oh, Tom. shit. Now I forgot their names. Hold on a second. <laughs> so so Dolly is Dora Lee, and Judy uh-huh. is Jane Fonda, and Violet. Violet is... Uh, ah, yes. Violet's played yes. by Lily Tomlin. I feel like I've heard Jane Fonda more than anybody else. Would that calculate? Uh, maybe. I think she had a series of, like... Man, I'm just I'm just speaking out of my ass now. I think she had like workout videos, if I'm not mistaken, too. And that's probably a different Fonda. There's so many goddamn Fondas. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. Let me tell. Oh yeah, no, no, it's yeah, Jane Fonda workout. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So she had workout videos in the '80s too. I think actually, you have watched uh, the Iranian movie. What is it called? Like beneath the something. It's about this woman in her apartment, and the apartment is like maybe is it a horror movie? Yeah, it's a horror movie. Yes, I know what you're talking about. And she keeps on putting these videos, and they're Jane Fonda workout videos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I wish we had a name for this movie for so we sounded kind of like you know intelligent. <laughs> I know. I started trying to describe but, it. I'm like, eh, I'm gonna stop. I watched it right. a long time ago. <laughs> uh, good thing I've Google yeah. so I can under the shadow. That's what it's called. Nice. Yes. That sounds right. Yes. Under yes. the shadow. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back back to this thing. So I, I want to talk to you first about about working. Can can we can we get on this path? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. So tell tell me about your, your relationship with work. I uh, had decided that working more than three days a week was not conducive to good mental health for me, and so I pursued a life of only three days a week. Uh, for work, but that didn't work out. So here I am now in my, I think, second probably week of full-time work. I uh, don't know how it's going to pan out, but uh, we'll see. I like. Oh my God, this whole time you've only been working three days a week? Uh, when I Well, let's see. E- yes. Oh my yes. God. Okay, for some reason I thought you were working on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh yeah, no wonder you don't have any money. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no tuesdays and thursdays i would just be home oh wow writing or i don't know watching movies yeah or... i guess that kind of makes sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> because i couldn't work from home if i could yeah i would have i would have just worked from home but anyway um so that's uh kind of my relationship with work i can do it for three days a week but I am hopeful that this work, which I kind of like, I can do for more. Mm-hmm. And I hope that it leads to uh, a job or maybe it will just be the kind of work that uh, pays more, a more commensurate wage to my ego. How about I put it that Holy way? Holy shit. How much would that have to be? <laughs> Not very much. Okay. Just, you know, enough to, like, you know, not feel like a teenager with a good job. That's So, like, double what you're making? Yes. <laughs> That's a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, double it. <laughs> to tell it to your boss. Double sounds yeah. good. Yeah, like a raise, please. Oh, all right. Yeah, what are you thinking? Uh, 100%? <laughs> How does that sound? Just double it. I like double it. Well, I mean, you know, like in this movie, I kind of feel definitely on the side of of the workers because you know a lot of people are kind of you know in these positions that are underpaid underappreciated and there's often someone at the top that's kind of making more than they maybe should while everyone else is like doing the the hard parts of it right uh you said you feel what you feel like the workers I mean, I, I like you know, I like with a movie like this, I definitely am taking the side of the workers. Like you know, the boss is oh, a very despisable course. character. But I think it's not just in this movie. I think just in general too. Like okay, I'm definitely supporting the workers of any organization more than like the boss. I see. Yeah, I think my boss is probably a good person more so than a lot of other bosses. Yeah, I think recently I've been luckier with that, but I've I've had some pretty shitty bosses. And definitely just had like lots of like no no one this bad you know this is obviously like kind of something that I'm sure lots of people have yeah. experienced but I think one thing being a man you're not gonna have a boss that's like looking at your boobs and <laughs> chasing you around the right. desk and trying to get you to like to <laughs> go to their house with them although I did have a boss that did always make jokes about running off to Hawaii with me or something and I was getting kind of uncomfortable Whoa. with that when I was in college running off to Hawaii like a lady yeah, boss yeah, or? yeah she'd always just make okay, these jokes okay. and then kind of just like. 
I kind of shrugged them off at first, and then a girl I was dating at the time was like, "No, man, she's <laughs> that's like she's really doing that. <laughs> <laughs> she's really doing what? Like fantasizing about." running away with or you or like at least like you know like really kind of aggressively flirting and like it's kind of just oh, yeah i see interesting you could yeah, because you know especially now when i think of it i'm like oh yeah that's pretty weird to say to your like employee that like hey how about we go run off to like this island right now wow yeah man if you had known you could have no. maybe sued for millions of dollars oh sued for me okay <laughs> that's where you're going with that yeah <laughs> yeah i definitely should have sued them okay you, you were thinking of actually running off with no, her. No, 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 definitely not. You still think about it, don't you? Like, what would have my life I, been I, if I had actually ran off with my boss? Absolutely <laughs> not. Not yeah. <laughs> you. <laughs> I, I don't want to say anything more than that. But um. Okay. Interesting. Not not really. Oh, no. <laughs> I. I gotta say, this movie, like, so my memory, I, I was trying to remember. I told you I watched it when I was probably like 10 or so, oh. maybe 11. And so, one thing I completely forgot about is them smoking a joint. Oh, so maybe you didn't really register the first time, or did were you aware of the weed? The, the weed. You <laughs> <laughs> the, the pot. The devil's weed. <laughs> right. They, well, they, keep, they kept on calling it a marijuana cigarette, right? I don't even think they no, used the No, they called joint. it a joint. Oh, did they? I think some one of them was like, "Is that a marijuana cigarette?" I think I think that Violet's son called it a joint when he offered it to her, but I don't know if any of the women called it a joint. Oh, okay. I think they did. I feel like Violet did. Okay, maybe Violet, if anyone. Yeah. Uh, right. The rest of them were kind of seemed seemed like yeah. newbies to it. Did that surprise you at all? I mean, it did feel a little out of character that they would put that in uh for women who were supposed to seem conservative mm -hmm. for the movie being you know from the 80s it did seem like something you would see in a more recent movie so now that you mention it especially i'm like why yeah why did that why did they make a whole like long ass sequence about them smoking weed yeah i don't know i guess i mean part of that's for like the flights of fancy that emerged out of it where they all fantasize about Offing their boss in a different way. You think so? I mean, they could have done that without there being weeds. I know, but too. I think weed kind of like allows for this, I don't know, kind of more surreal moment to emerge, these more dreamlike moments to emerge from it. Hmm, okay, I, if you say so. I, I would say that uh, there's there's apparently, Ronald Reagan apparently watched this movie on Valentine's Day, oh. and he had a problem with it. <laughs> but <laughs> of course. he talked about how he liked it, and like, you know, everything was great about it, except for the weed. I'm like, what the fuck? Everything in this movie is totally against what you believe. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. he specifically he called out the weed. He's like, why couldn't they have been drinking wine? And I would kind of agree. Hmm. Why couldn't they have been just drinking wine? I mean, I, I don't think it's a bad thing that they were smoking weed. I just wonder. It like, sounds like you do. Maybe I do have a problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> but you wonder why it wasn't wine? Yeah. What were they trying to prove? I think maybe it was just like doing something a little bit different. And maybe the writers just like smoking weed more than they like drinking. <laughs> and they're drinking too. Okay. You know, it wasn't like they were drinking. They were just smoking and that was it. They were drinking too. That. They definitely were. Oh, yeah, they were. Yeah, they went they to a bar, a bar beforehand and then like definitely they're right. pouring glasses of wine right. when they're back home. Yeah, and maybe there were some things that were supposed to be jokes that didn't register as joke because we were just so used to 
weed humor like when they were eating the food and thinking oh. how, how amazing it tastes yeah you know? no that was i mean that surprised me for a 1980s mainstream movie yeah you don't really right. see that kind of thing right. especially with all women right and this movie it was the second highest grossing movie of that year and the first highest grossing movie was empire strikes back oh wow yeah so it was like a mega hit right huh i guess uh you would have to kind of wonder about the chicken and the egg coming first there but <laughs> Weird. Um, which chicken you know? which egg <laughs> <laughs> like was it a hit because it had the marijuana thing in it or was oh, really? the marijuana thing going. in it because it was a hit <laughs> I think it was a hit because it had these three women in it oh yeah Dolly Parton and Jane Fonda yeah, and Lily and Tomlin who have you <laughs> who have you who have you <laughs> oh yeah put some respect on it <laughs> that makes sense and it was a good entertaining movie I think for its time. <laughs> yeah. So, so one thing about this movie in my memory, I like, I was trying to remember what. So I knew it was about women that were like frustrated with their boss, pissed at their boss, their boss sucked, and they wanted to get back at him. And so mm-hmm. in my mind, they actually did kill him. And in my mind, it was kind of like more oh. Coen Brothersy, which it kind of almost went that direction, but they didn't. It did. But then it didn't go there. No. It, be- it became more, didn't. you know, more sitcommy, more farcical at the end for sure. Right. I definitely was kind of baffled that it was going there. I'm like, this is really turning a wild corner here when it was the night of the taking of the body and all that. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And it was already yeah. getting kind of a weird thing, too, with the, with the different, like, fantasies, especially with the last one being this, like, you know, it's like a Snow White parody. Yeah, I was going to ask if they, like, how they got away with that. I mean, not that you would know, but do you know if they, if like, whoever, was it a Fox movie? Uh, It was, it was a Fox movie, yeah. But, like, did Disney own Fox back in the day? Oh, no, it's all fair use, right? Parody, you can always do parody. Okay. Like, I could pick up my guitar and we could sing a song. It's exactly a different song as long as we're changing the words. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was a pretty direct reference to like Disney in general. It's like Cinderella and Snow White. And I think we were talking about something else before I, we derailed us here. Oh, we were talking about how it took a, it seemed to take a wild turn and how you thought that they were, uh, they had actually killed the uh, boss. Yeah. In my memory. Um, yeah. Because they thought so for a second. Right. But it wasn't very long. <laughs> But in a way, they kind of did uh, basically negate him completely. Yeah. And sent him away. And the boss did die at the hands of some Amazonian rebels, I guess, or something such. Well, they said just Amazons, which I think is not a very racially sensitive term. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably the most problematic thing in the movie. I was like, oof. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. like, um, And also, like, the way he reacted about Brazil. Because, you know, these days... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like Brazil. Yeah, I was I was kind of confused. I'm like, what's wrong with Brazil? Like, <laughs> it sounds like a great gig. Why isn't he? Doing I mean, it's certainly a country with problems, um, but you know, so is the U.S. Speaking of those ending titles, I thought it was somewhat problematic, or not problematic, but it was just uh, not very feminist that uh, the happy ending for Judy was that she got married. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. To to the Xerox guy who we didn't even meet. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's a really good point. I know. Yep. And everyone else became yeah. successful and she just became married. <laughs> so she she became a housewife again. The thing that she like just got exactly. out of in the beginning. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Right. <laughs> 
You know, I wanted to ask you, so like when when the boss was kidnapped and when they had him all tied up in like the S&M gear and then the whole garage door configuration, mm-hmm. do you remember that like, you know, they started all these office changes and there was just some guy that was poking around and like taking notes and stuff? Yeah. But then it didn't go anywhere and I had no idea who that dude was. So I reasoned after the fact that that was like the guy uh, that was watching for the uh, chairman of the board character. Oh yeah, that makes sense. And maybe he was even you mean you mean Colonel Sanders? <laughs> yeah, right. The KFC guy. <laughs> Tinsworthy, that's his name. Right. Who yeah, like was this figure nobody had seen after working there for twenty years and Yeah. Then he shows up and yeah. Yep. <laughs> Colonel Sanders is right. Oh man, I, he, it was like it's like exactly modeled after Colonel Sanders. It had to have been intentional for some reason. I don't know why though. <laughs> I was halfway expecting that he would actually promote one of the women, but uh, he didn't turn out to be the I guess Dozix Machina kind of the the male, male savior. savior, right? Which is, I guess, nice. Yeah, he even like said offhandedly like the equ- uh, I don't I don't right, get the equality the equal thing. thing. Right. Right. Well, equal, pi- equal pay thing has to go, I think he said. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Not that I think this movie was trying to be like realistic regarding like what, what the expectations of the feminist side of things would be. But uh, yeah, I guess they kind of got that right. <laughs> mm, unfortunately. <laughs> In a weird way. Yep. Yep. <laughs> right. Right. I, I, I like how, you know, all the changes in the office happen. And one of the things is that the office is more colorful, but then it's just different shades of orange. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't pay attention, but you're totally right. There wasn't like any real red or yellow. No, no. It was, I guess yellow is kind of the same. Yeah, it looked like orange. a 70s fridge. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I really did like their changes, though. They sounded like kick-ass changes. I wish some of them would be instituted at my workplace, like flexible hours. And I guess I don't really need childcare. Um, and I can't think of anything else. I mean, a lot of people need <laughs> And job sharing. Oh, and also, and also higher salary, but too. That's one of the things as well. Higher salary. Yeah. yeah that would be cool. I, I was curious, like, where did you think this movie was going? Did, did, you, did you have an idea it was going this direction pretty quickly? Not at all. Uh-huh. No. I was wondering where it was going. I'm like, it seems to be spending all the dramatic um, expectations. Did I say spending dramatic expectations? You sure did. Yeah, keep going with it. How am I going to finish this (laughs) sentence? Um, You've had murder (laughs) once. I have too. (laughs) Probably in this episode. (laughs) It seems to, yeah, like be dealing with all the dramatic expectations that the audience has pretty quickly of the movie. Like I was expecting it to be like about, you know, some evil boss being evil Mm. and then everybody getting fed up and then you know something happens um but uh everybody was fed up fairly quickly it seemed like (laughs) yeah 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 it happened yeah that that weed smoking scene like how i don't know that must have happened within the first 20 minutes or so right yeah like within the first half and definitely i mean i feel like the yeah yeah, the first act took forever, I feel like. Hmm. But that was kind of my... Cons- Wait, was that my concern? That was not my concern. My con- What was my concern? <laughs> I was expecting, I guess, that first act to take the, like most of the movie to happen, which I'm grateful that it didn't. 
But yeah, I definitely didn't see it going where it did mm. that quickly. Oh, you know what? I just looked at my notes and actually like they don't really start with those like fantasies until about 40 minutes in. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Wow, yeah. Yeah, so it did take longer than I thought it did. And I would consider all that still the first act, the setting up of the world. For is... sure, that's the first act. Yeah. Yeah, right? absolutely. I think the second act would start almost as, almost as soon as the fantasies are done, right? Like when they go back to work. The Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Apparently right. the next day. It all happens in like three days. Everything goes south for the for the new Judy lady. Right. Yeah. And then and then like the first the first act is really sped up, and then like everything else is like really spread out, because then it's over the <laughs> over the course of like six weeks or something like that. The the, f- um, I guess the first climax of the movie maybe. I don't know. I shouldn't call it that. But the whole <laughs> hospital stuff. Yeah. No, it's uh, <laughs> happened yeah. really quickly. Yeah, yeah. It's essentially a climax. Yeah. yeah. Happened quickly and got resolved quickly. Right. And but then not the quickly. other stuff mm-hmm. kind of took it a little bit longer. I feel like that's all there is to the plot of the movie. It's like there's um, the guy's a, a bad boss, sexist, egotistical, <laughs> egotistical, right? <laughs> Bigot. <laughs> and uh, they think they kill him, but they don't kill him. And then they, uh, I guess, kidnap him and do his job in his stead and do a great job. And because of that, he gets promoted and gets sent to Brazil and out of their hair. And then he dies. And then he dies. But yeah, th- there's a whole big long sequence where he's he's definitely taken hostage in his home. And like, no one seems to matter that much, not mind that much, except for Roz. She's the one that's only one that's kind of like, where is he? Yeah. But everyone else is fine. And they send her off to language camp a couple times. <laughs> a couple of times i mean they talked about it the second time i think i think it just was the first uh, time yeah, yeah 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 anyway like the the movie's logic definitely becomes fuzzy and sitcommy right right toward the, based after i mean i feel like the hospital stuff could have actually kind of have happened yeah but after that it does become fuzzy and i think that's the kind of point too where if it was remade it would kind of keep on going in that direction where it gets darker Instead of like, wait, because you know this is like it's, it could it could have been a really dark movie and it kind of is a dark comedy, but then it definitely pulls back from the darkness and yeah, right, and becomes quite quite bubbly by the end of it. <laughs> they drink champagne. Is that why you said bubbly? Oh, <laughs> that is not <laughs> yeah, why. But yes, uh-huh. nice touch. <laughs> but right. yeah, I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was a disappointment how it did become you know lighter at the end. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but I'm just, I'm definitely <laughs> saying that like, I was intrigued rewatching this again because it felt unique and fresh and like something that even nowadays you, I don't really, I can't really think of things like this. But then by hmm. the end, I was like, oh, this is kind of being wrapped up too nicely and too neatly and too like right. too antiseptically, yeah, too cleanly. Like it- definitely wasn't the movie that the hospital sequence made you think it was yeah it or even been. the like fantasies. that would have made it a really good movie yeah right so i thought those fantasy scenes i thought they were kind of genius and like really like hmm. like where, where are we going right now yeah i uh i think for me the fantasies were kind of a clue that this is not gonna be like the the movie mm. that uh the hospital sequence made it look like it might be yeah because it was like they can't be putting these in service of something really dark 
And obviously, these are going to remain fantasies, at least to me. It's a good point. So I would have been really surprised, yeah, if they had gone dark with it. Or, or you know, they have the fantasies, but then the boss actually does get poisoned. So, you know, there is what actually rat poison. Or, you know, the, the mishaps continue until they... Because, you know, that's where it started going in my mind. It started going to become like a Coen Brothers movie where, you know, it's fools that make a bad choice that just, like, try and cover up their bad choice and just make it messier and messier until... Well, with the Coen brothers, they're all dead pretty much. <laughs> or in jail. <laughs> right. <laughs> that could have been a better movie, though. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I didn't want to see any of these characters die, though. <laughs> yeah, if if they had somehow found a way like a, to make it a comedy in the ancient sense of things ending well, but like done it through Coen-esque shenanigans mm-hmm. that would have been cool. I think that was actually the original script. I think the original script, they were supposed to have killed them. Wow. Yeah. But that's still pretty dark. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was so much a comedy at that point, I think. Right. <laughs> I mean, now we can think about ways that could be a comedy or at least like, you know, have darkly funny moments, kind of like Fargo. Yeah, and I feel like that movie is more possible now. Yes. More acceptable. Yeah. And yeah, could sell better. I really loved how calm Dorley was for most of the stuff. Despite the fact that she like threatened her boss with a gun (laughs) several times. (laughs) Right. (laughs) She's like, I got a gun in my bag. Yeah. Um, But like at the, during the hospital stuff, she was the calmest one. I feel like, Mm. and she was like, Hey, you should come take a look at this. (laughs) Wow. Is that your Dolly Parton accent? That's amazing. That's my Dolly Parton accent. Yes. (laughs) Wow. It sounds like a, I don't know, like a German practicing Russian. (laughs) <laughs> hey violet won't you come take a look at this <laughs> won't you come take a look at this <laughs> that's it sounds just like her and that's you, what i sound and like you say you didn't know what she looked like oh, before yeah. <laughs> tied up at the moment that was a good that was a good pun <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we have gotten to the part of the show where I throw out random things I like. Yep. Um, one question I did yes. have was, has Dolly Parton acted in a lot of stuff or was this kind of the one role? No, no, she's definitely known as an actor, uh, like, you know, definitely more as a musician. And I think that yeah. lots of her acting was done around this time period. I know that she oh. was in a movie called Steel Magnolias and hmm. a movie called The Best Little Horror House in Texas, which became a musical, and Whoa. yeah, another one. Or cool. I mean, I think it was a musical. And then Straight Talk? I don't know. Yeah, a bunch of movies like that I vaguely remember and probably didn't watch most of them. But then, yeah, certainly oh she's like mostly famous for being a musician, and that's, and that's like... You said Best Little Horror House in Texas? Yes, which surprisingly... I remember one time my mom was telling me that was that was her favorite movie. I didn't know what the word horror meant yet, so I was like, <laughs> I was like, she's like, oh, so my favorite movie is the best little whorehouse in Texas, and I was like, oh, because I thought she said horror, like you know, scary, <laughs> and, oh. and she's like, oh, you know what that means, and I'm like, yeah, it's frightening, I'm like no. <laughs> So I got a little lesson out of that. <laughs> oh, she told you what it was. Uh ish. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I wasn't that young, but I was yeah, like definitely not cute. old enough to know what that word meant yet. Right, right, right. Uh, so I guess my question was, um, I mean, she seemed like a competent actress there, but I wondered, 
since I don't know her like outside of yeah. this movie at all, like if she actually like if she seemed like she lost herself in the role or if she's like clearly herself, like you know, so many actors are like I don't know, Brad Pitt to me is always Brad Pitt is not ever a character that he plays. Yeah, I good question. I kind of feel like more that she kind of is like just always kind of Dolly Parton. That makes sense. So I don't know. I mean, I think I think that like what you see with her, and maybe there's some big exceptions. Like I don't know if she ever plays a psycho killer or anything like that. I don't think so. But I think she <laughs> she more or less plays like you know some degree of Dolly Parton. Did you? What did you find? I, that's not how I want to ask this. But <laughs> like, did this make you laugh? Did it make me laugh? Oh yeah, especially at first, it made me laugh quite a bit. Like the first half, I laughed quite a bit, but then the laughs did kind of die. Hmm. <laughs> That's such a morbid way oh, of that, putting that, it. That is, yes. The laughs um, died. Maybe like the boss should have. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, right. I, I laughed and I was having a pretty good time for the first half, and then the second half, hmm. it was, it was still enjoyable, but I wasn't, I wasn't laughing out loud. I don't think as much. Huh. I feel like the first half was the was the slower half for me. Mm. I uh, didn't know what I was watching exactly, oh, yeah. and it was just them being kind of miserable but then there was the pun <laughs> the, the pun which pun the tied up at the moment oh my pun. god <laughs> i really like that that's one. a turning point for you <laughs> <laughs> and uh like i thought judy's body language when dick her old husband mm-hmm. showed up at the that was pretty funny and the jokes around bondage the M&Ms. That was funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, when the shenanigans started, I thought the movie kind of came into its own a little more. Huh. Because I feel like the movie's identity is usually spelled out in the second act, like what kind of movie it is. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the horror or the drama or the whatever happens. Yeah, that's why I thought I... I don't know. Never mind. Just cut that out. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said what I said. Hopefully, yeah, that will work. Um, I I don't know if it will, actually. I I, I can't comment on whether (laughs) it will or not will not work. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Um, I I think for me, too, I think with movies... I just I can I just tend to be more let down by the third act than do the first acts. Right, and I think you would be right to be let down by the third act here. Although it I did like that their initial plan didn't work. I mean, that's kind of standard with every movie though. Yeah. Uh yeah, like every movie that follows a, a non-realistic kind of uh plot line, mm-hmm. you know, the you get your hopes up, your hopes up, your hopes up, and then like the hopes are supposed to crash, and then you know there is some kind of twist at the end that brings things to a to a resolution, and they did that here, so that I guess I like that. But at the same time, every movie does that. Um, yeah, I know, and that's where I'm like, oh, this is just like formulaic, and because you know it was it was going right. in a direction that I couldn't quite predict, even though I like had seen it before, and then it was going in a direction yeah. where I was like, okay, now I know where it's going, and there's a half hour left. <laughs> yeah. And the the way they resolved it wasn't all that amazing either. No, it was kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, He's going to Brazil. Yeah, the, the other the other boss comes in and and uh, does his thing. She became the vice president, I suppose. But they could have done that on camera. I don't know why they didn't. You know, the fact that she took over the job of 
heart. Uh, yeah, I guess just you know, movies like this. They, you know, once it gets to the climax, when it gets when it gets to the final moment, they're just like, okay, that's over, and now we're just going to like have a little epilogue, <laughs> but I not guess. actually film it I because guess. they want to like keep up the the hijinks energy. There's no more hijinks after they already solved you know the problem. Yeah, right. So was the problem solved by the the changes being a hit? Um, I, I mean, like, to what extent was the problem solved by him just going away? Because, like, they still had, you know, committed the crimes. They didn't seem to matter in this world. <laughs> right. And and right. I think I that not. for some reason, maybe because of the whole blackmail thing, which, which kind of went away about the empty warehouse. Yeah. But for right. some reason, like, he never pressed charges on them or anything. And once Brazil... That's exactly... Yeah. When, exactly. Once Brazil That's happened, exactly it was like, saying. oh, no, I'm right. going to Brazil. No, I'm impotent and powerless. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. The past didn't happen. No. Nope. Yeah, even though and they I... should have probably been put in jail. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they really should have. <laughs> I don't know. But this is an example, too, of, like, what is legal versus illegal is not always what's moral versus that, immoral yeah right right i mean they in a real world they probably shouldn't have either wait what, what? what? see that's the thing <laughs> like it only works in in the movie's logic and the movie's logic doesn't no isn't yeah translatable isn't, uh, right so you can't say what these characters uh should have been subjected to legally because their world is different from ours and their logic is different from the real world's logic, damn it. It's a movie. It's a movie, yeah. But I do want to say, you know, especially with Jane Fonda's activism, so, like, this was kind of started by a a movement that I don't really know a whole lot about, but it was uh, some Boston hmm. secretaries in, in the 70s, and they just wanted better pay and uh, an end to sexual harassment and things of that sort. So I, I think that that was at least, you know, the beginning seeds of the influence for this movie. So it was it was supposed oh, to be more of a cool. satire than I think it came across. Ah, uh, okay. I guess, it, yeah, it, it was kind of satirical in that when they took over, things were actually good. But that just seems realistic to me mm, now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, working more jobs. It's not that realistic right. yet. I mean, and that's and that's one of the reasons I chose this movie. I chose it because of Dolly Parton and just how she's like always having a moment despite the fact that she's, you know, she's 76 now. But yeah, she's just kind mm-hmm. of like a, an icon that seems to be embraced by pretty much everyone on earth or everyone in the mm-hmm. US at least as far as people yeah. that know her. And then also we right. we're in the moment too where people are like Jobs suck. Can we change this? Yeah, right. I know people aren't going back to work, and I like I mean, it. They are. I'm still working. I don't know. How, I don't know how everyone's pulling That's it off right. so far, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, yeah. At least you know it's 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 heartening to like know that workers are having more power now than they've had in a long, long time. Yes. Well, I think we're at the moment. Uh, so, what is your final verdict? What 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 do you give nine to five? I give it three stars. Uh huh. And I do it because it uh, did sort of fit more into the um, popular conventions of what, uh, you know, a fun, family-friendly, I guess, um, or... Even with the weed? Even with the weed. (laughs) (laughs) Or family-friendly, not so much. No, family-friendly. popular-friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Crowd-pleasing movies should be rather than what... Uh, I don't know, a gutsy, artsy movie should be or like what a (laughs) movie with a cause would be. Mm -hmm. And I guess three is still good, which does um, 
belie the fact that I enjoyed myself. And uh, but still, there were moment or two where I'm like, hmm, I wish this were better. I wish we, <laughs> we got to watch better movies. <laughs> I know. I was kind of thinking this might be one of the better ones, but you just never know until you start yeah. watching them. But yeah, that's what I think. What do you think? I I have had a really hard time deciding what I want to give this movie because I I think that it did end up being pretty standard in the lo- in the end but i kind of right. like held it to higher standards at first and i don't know if that harmed it or helped it in the end because like you expected more of it to begin with i did expect more of it especially after i started watching uh-huh. it i was like oh yeah this is going to be like i maybe I'm, i was like kind of leaning towards a 4 um wow. but it definitely didn't end with me thinking of that and so really i want to give it a 3 but then i've given th- Three is the movies I don't enjoy, so I enjoyed this more. So <laughs> I think based on that, I have to give it a three and a half because at least, you know, I, I did enjoy this movie more than a lot of other movies we give threes to. Okay. Maybe maybe, okay. maybe we give out threes too liberally after all because if I'm not enjoying a movie, it probably shouldn't maybe. be out of three. Yeah, maybe I should give it two and a half. I mean, I did enjoy it, but it's not like meh, meh. It's more like meh. Yeah. Oh, also, I mean, we, we have to talk about the fact, too, this is like one of a handful of movies that is like all women ah, from the right, 80s, which is right, one of the reasons right. I picked it, too, because, you know, right. we've only watched, I think, four movies now that have uh, even all woman as a main character. <laughs> and you don't think that's a fair ratio? What do you mean? Given all the movies that have been made that have woman characters as the main character? I don't think it's a fair ratio. Well, okay. So there is an obvious, like, no, it's not a fair ratio that uh, is about the world at large. But, like, for us, Mm -hmm. like, if you sampled all the movies that we could have watched and the movies we have watched, um, the ratio, would it reflect what's out there in the real world? Uh, Or have we undersampled? I, you know, slightly undersampled because I was a guy watching, you know, guy movies quote unquote so you know like something like i did i never saw steel magnolias for example or i never saw uh-huh. terms of endearment I or is. i never saw like fried oh. green tomatoes so hmm. yeah I, I i think to some degree we should watch all of those should we i thought you want to get away from movies that aren't very good maybe oh, maybe they're good in terms of endearment oh no like terms of endearment i think is good I think they're all probably yeah. good. I think people have like I, th- I, th- I think I think they're yeah they definitely have people that are big fans of all of them. Okay, but okay, I won't watch those movies then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I definitely want to fit in more movies like this because I do think that the '80s and the '90s and move cinemas in general <laughs> does not do a good job of representing <laughs> women. That's for sure. Or like you know, even right now we have something called the Bechtel test, which is. Can two right. women talk about something besides a man in a movie? And I don't even know. Right. Did did that? I mean, did they pass that in this movie? Oh, oh, surely they. Okay, did. I'm sure. Because but you know, you have to think about it, though, right? You do have to think about it. And I can't, I can't, yeah, to think of an example right off the top of my head because, especially, especially <laughs> right, if because it's, they were talking about heart. Yeah, they're talking about the boss a lot. You know, things are centered around heart. Yeah, maybe it doesn't. Or maybe they did they talk about each other exclusively? Mm, I don't think exclusively. Everything was kind of related to like work, and work was Yikes. related to heart. Man, that would be. I feel like that's an undergrad paper right there. How this movie fails the Bechtel's test. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure someone that watched it closer than we do <laughs> <laughs> might be able to comment on that. But I just right. I just thought of that right now. Like, wow, even this movie that you know the main characters yeah. are all women. Even this movie might not pass and and to, and to some extent too i don't know 
No, there's all kinds of movies where men are talking about shit that aren't women. That's for sure. There's the whole there's there's oh, whole yeah, movies yeah, where like right. there's no women even like there's no, no like women in the world. <laughs> right. We've watched a lot of them. Exactly. They live. Yes. Predator. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. Uh, do we want to make an announcement? Sure, let's make it. And, you know, if uh, we... <laughs> Argue? <laughs> think, right, we can cut it out again. Okay, okay, I'll let you take the reins, and you, you can say however much you feel comfortable saying. You want, Wait, you want me to actually make the announcement? Yeah, please. Is that what I... Yeah. Okay, so we are going back to weekly episodes with the proviso that these episodes that we are going to have every other week are not going to be full episodes. They are going to be shorter, ramshackle, unedited episodes you probably don't want to to listen to. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Maybe you should make the announcement. (laughs) Are you thinking about this? Okay, so in in essence, we're we're going to go to weekly shorter episodes, and yeah, like Ali was saying, we are going to do these, uh, make sure they're shorter, and do minimal to no editing. And you know, they they, they might sound rough around the edges, but they will have a more freewheeling, on encumbered yeah, vibe. Exactly, that uh, will be live. Yeah, I've heard our podcast described as uh, tight. Wow. Well, they won't say that after they hear the other ones. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It will be freewheeling and there will be lots of dead air. (laughs) We we, we might cut that, hopefully. we think of things to say. Yeah, especially if we we have a Zoom lag or anything like that. We we won't make it unlistenable. We'll just make it uh, cringily listenable. Right. Exactly. You will cringe a lot more. Than you already do. I, I, yeah, yeah. Um, I think people are gonna be surprised. They're like, wait, this this is edited. <laughs> 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 oh boy, <laughs> what are you taking out? Oh man, they uh, definitely know this is edited because we talk about editing like every <laughs> yeah. single episode. They, they, they probably know it's like the Beatles. Like, oh, I know when John's singing, right. I know when George is singing. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know when Jeff's editing. Right. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so those will be about um, TV shows. Yes. You've picked a couple, or Jeff has picked a couple, uh, The Simpsons. And um, what's the other one, Jeff? (laughs) Oh, man. Seinfeld. Seinfeld, yes. I said... I asked you to say it because I'd forgotten the name. I, I, well, I couldn't tell if you had just forgotten the name. <laughs> or if, yeah, so really, if I just did that, you would have no idea what right. it was in the end. You're like, oh, I guess it's called... <laughs> I don't remember that name. <laughs> and like both of those things are going to provide a wealth of things for us to talk about with us with because i feel like recently the movies we're having a hard time finding things to talk about with them so maybe (laughs) we just transition to shows after all who knows and uh maybe we will transition topics if the shows don't turn out to be um you know great sources of uh inspiration after all but uh, we'll give it a good shot and the whole thing about the weekly thing is that if we do it we'll keep on trying to do it but we will Make no promises about what the content will be. So it might just be us coming on and saying, hey, yep, what's up? Yep. How you doing? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Still working? Let's uh, yep. <laughs> let's talk about work more. Yes. <laughs> right. Let's do that. People love when we talk about work. So how was your work day? Did your boss smoke uh, a joint or not? 
Right. <laughs> He's talking a lot more about smoking weed now. I don't know why. He asked me if I had ever, and I was like, I have smoked forests and forests. I had ever. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, uh, leave a review on iTunes. Tell your friends about us. You know, put it put a little shout out on social media if you feel like yes. being more right, assertive than us, we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Then we are. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you said it already, but tell your friends about us. I did say that already. Yes, but you okay. know, t- t- tell another friend. <laughs> Long right. still here. One for Jeff and one for me. Yeah, yeah. It was two of us. Please. Yeah. And uh, that's uh, all we can ask of you, really. And donate us some money. <laughs> There's right. a donation that link. Too. Yep. Yep, right. Ali recently had surgery. I uh, recently mm-hmm. had puppy surgery, so yeah. So we are both in need. Yeah, we're both uh, we're both starving <laughs> because yeah. Sometimes it's between recording time at our studios that are quite costly or eating, and you know we always choose recording time because we love you. We prioritize this over everything. (laughs) I'm losing my wife. I'm about to lose my house, my job. Everything's going poorly in my life besides this podcast. So if this doesn't work out, then I'm I'm on a ledge. Right. So. (laughs) No pressure. All right. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) See you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Have mercy on us. Thanks to everyone who listened. (laughs) 